Hello, welcome to Apple Odyssey Weekly, episode 23, the place where we talk about the latest Apple news and rumors in a digestible way. You can follow us on on the Apple Odyssey Instagram account at Appleosophy. You can also give us a follow on Twitter and Facebook. And of course, you can visit our website at AppleOssie.com to listen to the show live and get all the latest Apple news and rumors. So I'd, I'd like to welcome David to Apple Odyssey Weekly. Um, David, thanks for joining us today. So... Um, if you don't know who David is, he's our head writer for Appleosophy. Um, but, uh, um, real, would you like to introduce yourself, David? Uh, sure. My name is David Becker. I am with, I'm the chief content officer here at Appleosophy, which basically is just a fancy term for, yeah, I'm the lead writer. Awesome. Um, but thanks for joining us today. So this is, this is David's first time joining today's episode. Um, so the first thing we're going to be talking about in today's episode is we're going to be talking about car Apple CarPlay. So we haven't talked about Apple CarPlay in a while, um, and we haven't heard too much stuff about that, but there's currently some CarPlay rumors going on with CarPlay in iOS 14. So the current rumor that's going on for Apple CarPlay is you'll be able to set your own custom wallpapers in CarPlay. Um, so according to iOS 14 code, which has been attained by 9to5Mac, Apple is working on adding custom wallpapers in the CarPlay interface with support for automatically switching between light and dark versions. Like currently, I, I assume that's what you currently have like in iOS 13, the light and dark mode. Um, so moving on, Apple is currently testing the feature with the current iOS 13 wallpapers along with automatic switching between its light and dark version. Um, so David, do you have CarPlay in your car? Um, I do not. My 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 car is a 2016 Hyundai Accent, and it does not have CarPlay. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't even have Bluetooth. It has a USB port and an aux port. So if I want to plug my phone in to listen to music or podcasts mm -hmm. like this one, um, I can do that on there. But uh, no, it does not have CarPlay, unfortunately. Right. Um. I. I don't. Our car. Um. It doesn't have CarPlay either. But um. I I know two people who have CarPlay. It's on. One of them is a Toyota. Sorry, not Toyota. The other one is a Ram. Um, and that I, I like. And the other one was is an Alfa Romeo, and um, the screen sizes are both different on the Ram. I don't. I can't remember what Ram model it is actually, but on the Ram, it's a. It has like I'll say the screen's actually pretty big. It's like the same size of an iPad, like the ten point two. I think it has a two ten point two inch display. Well, but, it, 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 it depends on the model that you get. Some are, right. Some are, you know, I'm, just pointing, I'm just pointing out that, uh, it's, I don't know, just, it, it's interesting how certain cars have bigger displays than others, and the CarPlay interface is bigger and smaller, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, my reaction, I think it's really cool that they're adding wallpapers. Um, I think it's one of those things like, um, do we need it? No, but is it cool? Yes, it's cool. But... My initial thoughts is currently I don't have a car that has CarPlay yet, but I probably I probably get a car with CarPlay one day. We'll see. Um, but any last thoughts on that, David? Um, I th I think I think that it could be a cool feature, but I don't think that Apple should be putting like the 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 wallpapers that you see for the iPhone or the iPad, the ones mm -hmm. that the the standard ones that Apple has. I don't think that would be a good idea to put on them because I think they're just a little bit too flashy. I think that Apple needs to go and make 
probably between about five or ten, you know, cool-looking wallpapers, but make them to the point like where they're not a distraction. So right. maybe maybe have some that are kind of like a like a, a, a border, you know, have, have it sort of like like a, 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 a picture frame, you know, so like, like in, you know, in the frame you have all of your apps that you use, so that you know they don't have some so somebody putting on like you know a, a giant explosion of some sort because because that can be kind mm-hmm. of distracting to the driver. Right, I see. I see what you're saying. Um, so we're gonna be moving on now. We're gonna be talking about the the new iPad Pro Apple has announced last week. Um, so we talked about this in last week's episode. We just went over the specs and what exactly is new in this new iPad. But we're gonna be going in a little bit more in depth talking about the iPad. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be talking to David first. Uh, so David, what are your initial thoughts on the new iPad Pro? You know, I I do like that Apple is updating the new iPad Pro. Um, I'll be honest, I am a little skeptical of it having, uh, what was it now, two cameras on it. Right, yeah. Um, just, just because, I mean, I, I know I know what Apple's going for, you know, I, I know that Apple is, you know, they kind of cater more so to the creatives, you know, the people who are making films and, you know, sh- uh, you know short movies, you know, and th- things that there was, you know, even like graphic design. But mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure if the majority of users are actually going to be using their iPads to shoot stuff with. Um, I do think that they maybe should have gone with a camera that's kind of similar to the, um, just kind of sort of to the, uh, like, like iPhone 8, like, like that style, or maybe even iPhone 10 style. But, you know, having, right. having two lenses and, and, and it has like that, that protruding camera lens on there, it just it doesn't look it doesn't look like it has the best look. Um, I do like that it has the the new keyboard. I'm not crazy about the trackpad though with the you know with the mouse, mm-hmm. just because I think if you really want that, you should be buying a MacBook instead and not an iPad. <laughs> Those are just my thoughts on it. <laughs> right. So my thought on the camera is like I I, I totally agree with you. Not maybe I don't think I'm like, I totally agree with you on this. Not many people are using their iPads to take, like, photos. I think people, a lot of people these days just use their phones. I don't even, like, you almost, it almost comes to the sense, like, is having a really good camera on the iPad Pro even necessary? But there are users that do need a, because obviously it's called iPad Pro. It's, it's a mm-hmm. professional device. I know there's, I know there's a market out there for people to be using who actually want a nice a nice camera on their iPad, if you know what I mean. But um, it has a similar camera I know to the iPhone 11, and I, I have the iPhone 11. I just have the iPhone 11. I don't have the iPhone 11 Pro, but looking at my iPhone 11 right now, and comparing it to the i to the iPad Pro camera, it looks exactly almost almost exactly the same. Um, because it has the wide and the ultra wide lenses, and uh, they're both the same compared to the 11 in the iPad Pro. Um, but yeah, and one thing I thought was interesting, uh, the iPad Pro had an A12Z chip. It didn't have an A13, um, but it's called the A12Z Bionic chip. I'm, all, I'm like, I keep thinking to myself, what do you think Z means in it? I was thinking, my guess is it's like, it means the last version of the A12 series for Apple's Bionic chips, but I honestly do not know. What are your thoughts on that? I honestly I couldn't tell you the only thing that pops in my head when I think of like you know like you said the letter Z is like 
Zeron, which I think was like that that old TV brand you used to see in hotels. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, I I could not tell you honestly. But um, I, I would have to agree that the Z would probably mean that it's the last of the A12 mm-hmm. chip. Right. And according to Apple, um, this iPad Pro outperforms most PC laptops. So they, I think they're really trying to market this to people. I think I'm thinking of the iPad Pro now as more as a competitor to the Surface, like Microsoft Surface devices and stuff like that. Do you think the same? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, you know, we we we've been seeing this from Apple probably since I since iOS 11 or iOS 12 came out. Right. You know, when they when they really came out, with, or I should say, when they brought the dock to the iPad, you know, that was kind of like the hey, you know, Surface, we're coming after you, as well as uh, that that ad that they had featuring the 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 girl, you know, who you know, who, you know, uses her Apple Pencil, you know, while, you know, making some sort of art, reading a comic book, doing some typing, and then her neighbor asks, oh, what are you doing on your computer? What's a computer? That, that was, I think that was really Apple going oh, after the Surface. The Surface, and, you know, and uh, Apple, I mean, that, that's what they've really been, you know, trying to get the, the iPad, uh, at least the iPad Pro going towards. And I, I think, I honestly think that it is working. Um, I, I see a lot more people uh, using iPads uh, than I do surfaces. You know, whether that's a regular 9.7 or 10.2 inch iPad or an iPad Pro, you definitely see that. And you also see that in the specs too. I mean, even even the, the 10.2 inch iPad, I mean, you can still do things like, you know, edit video on there, write documents, you'll add, add, a, add a Bluetooth keyboard to it. So mm-hmm. yeah, a- Apple is definitely whether it's at the pro whether it's at the pro iPad level or the regular standard iPad level, uh, Apple's really going after the surface. And you know, I, I think that, that that's a really good thing, uh, you know, because you know it's competition and the fact that I mean, you know, people I mean like you said, there are people who want to do pro stuff on the iPad. That's true. So, yeah, right. Know, yes. I think I think there's a market. I think there is a group of people out there that. They, they don't need a MacBook Pro. They don't need a MacBook Air. And all they need is just an, they need an iPad Pro. I can really see the iPad Pro being a good use for, number one, uh, I, I can really see it good for music, uh, music creators, artists, composers, and stuff like that. And number two, I'll say artists because you can use the Apple Pencil. You can create art on the iPad. And those are like the two type of people I can really see benefiting and making the full use out of an iPad Pro. Yeah, I really think Apple's targeting those users too. Well, one thing I really wish that Apple would do, you know, now that the iPad Pro has USB-C, I really wish that that they would break in. I I really wish that they would somehow break the iPad into the retail market, you know, and, you know, kind of, you know, work with a company like Square or Clover to create a POS system, you know, that's, you know, that's all made like Mm -hmm. for self-checkout, you know, because, you know, if, if, you know, you know, maybe... Have you know have the iPad maybe have an adapter on it so that you know you can have the iPad connected you know to a scanner and then also have like you know maybe have it connected to mm-hmm. uh, like a gun not not like a you know not like a shooting gun but like a, a, a gun for like scanning your items um, because uh, you know, the 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 self checkouts that I see now they're nice but I mean at the same time I mean you know. If we you know, if we can if we can shrink this down and still have the exact same result, if not a better result, why not? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with your point. Um, one thing I want to mention, so you're talking about the POS systems and iPad Pro. So, so I was at the Apple campus in Austin around 
December 2019, I'll say. And one thing that really fascinated me that everything was cashless. There's no, like if you went to the Apple campus, there's no such thing as cash. You had you, either, either, number one, you had to use Apple Pay. Actually, wait, think about it. The only way to pay was Apple Pay. And I thought that was I thought that was amazing because um, they had iPads everywhere. And there's two options at the Apple campus what you can do. You can um, so I'm talking so for Matt Cafe for example. If you want to, if you want to order food from Mac from Mac Cafe, you can you use an internal Apple app, and you can pay it through your phone through the app. Or number two, you can go to a POS system, and just pick out what you want, and then and then use Apple Pay there, and just use your phone to the POS system to the iPad. And uh, I thought it was really unique because I really want to see more companies doing that because um, the technology. I do believe Apple Pay. Especially now, Apple Apple Pay has grown a lot since the release in 2014. I'll say, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on from that, talking about more about in depth about the iPad Pro. So in the last week's episode, I I didn't know I didn't know what a LIDAR sensor was. Okay, I had no idea what it was. Well, um, I now know what it is. So an LIDAR sensor is on the new iPad Pro, obviously, and What's unique about the sensor is it's a sensor that uses the time of flight to measure reflected light from a maximum about, I think it's about five meters away. And it also includes both indoors and outdoors um, point of view in the camera. So it's basically, it's basically just to help with lighting on the iPad Pro to put it in simpler terms. Uh, I'm really curious what this camera will look like in the end. I know, so that, so, so last week the iPad Pro, the new iPad Pro is up for order, and cus- and Apple just I think two days ago started shipping these devices out uh, directly from China, uh, but when the reviews come out, we'll have to take a look more in depth into the camera quality and compare it to the 11 because they are similar cameras. I'll have to say the only difference is, I'll say that the iPhone 11 does not have the LIDAR sensor and the iPad Pro does. So it'll be interesting to see what that sensor exactly does in in terms of camera quality, I guess you can say. Uh, so Dave, what, David, what iPhone do you have? I have, I still have the product red iPhone 8 Plus. Nice. I'm not even on Face ID yet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good phone. That's that's a good phone. I know, I know a lot of people. It is. Still, it is a good phone. Yeah, so looking talking about that, like I'll say I'm almost at the point like if I had to recommend like a family member or friends a new iPhone, I'll say get I'll say an iPhone eight plus or later. Do not get a seven. Do not screw yourself with the iPhone five or six. You don't want to do that to yourself. Okay, I'll say go iPhone eight or higher. Or I'm 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 getting closer to the point anyways to recommend an iPhone ten R or higher. Um. But uh, just just so because the iPhone 11 is already, would you say the iPhone 11 is a good price for a phone with Face ID and its capabilities? Honestly, for uh, isn't the starting price isn't it like somewhere between like 700 or 800 bucks? It's 699. The old iPhone that's 11. Not, that's not bad. Um, I know. It's cheaper than the 10R. I mean, you know, and I I do like that Apple is trying to find ways here and there to lower the price of the iPhone you know, just to make it uh, you know just uh, what's the term I'm looking for uh, you know, just you know, just have it be like that phone that people can go to an entry level phone right uh, 
but I, I will say um, I, I would, you know, obviously, you know, we don't see this with the iPad Pros and the MacBook Pro, but, you know, the iPhone 11 Pro, I actually see a lot more of the iPhone 11 Pro on the market than I do uh, than the iPhone uh, 11. Um, I, yeah, same with me. I, honestly, actually thinking about it, I see about both, I'll say. But I love my iPhone 11. It's I think it's I'm I'm charging it. Right, it's actually on my wireless. I'm wireless. I'm wirelessly charging it right now as we speak in this episode. But I only have one complaint about this phone. Just one complaint. Okay, it's not a huge big deal. I don't. Okay, but for people like me, I think people can notice it. But Apple said this is one of the strongest displays in iPhone ever. I really think that's misleading because I'm looking at my phone right now, and I'm. Re- I'm putting the light to my phone. I can see so many small scratches. It's only being reflected in the light. So I'll say the my my complaint about the iPhone 11 is the the display is very it can scratch easily. Um, that's my only complaint. I and I looked I looked this up on like in a ton of forums and Reddit and stuff. Some people are complaining about the same issue. Um, but that's my only concern about the iPhone 11. I really think it's misleading for Apple to say that the display is their one there. Um, harsh displays ever. Obviously, they put a cheaper display, and it's it scratches a lot easier. Does your iPhone eight plus scratch really easily? Like, um, I I mean, I've had this thing for almost two years now, and I don't see a scratch. But uh, I mean, in yeah, honest, I see like I, I don't, I I I never drop my phone. I, mean, and I, I never I drop my phone either. Like, but the thing is, like, I, mean, I read I read I read reports that um this dude could buy an iPhone eleven like. <laughs> I think he bought he bought iPhone 11 on the day it came out, right? Like two days in using it, he had like so many scratches on it, and like he didn't drop it at all. He was just using it as normal. So it could just be from using it as normal. But I'll say that's my only complaint about the iPhone 11. Other than that, it's a really amazing phone. It's so freaking fast with that A13 Bionic chip. Whew, it's a fast phone. And the iPhone 8, I believe, it has the A11, correct, or is it A12? I want to say eight. I want to say a twelve, but that might not be right. Is it? Oh no, a twelve was the iPhone tennis, so I think it has to be a eleven. I mean, I mean the the only the only the only iPhone that I'm really looking forward to from Apple, and I, I thought we were gonna get it uh, this month, but you know, because coronavirus, I'm kind of got rid of that rumored uh, event. Right. I really, really want to see another iPhone SE. I do honestly, I do too, and people are calling. People, so there's two naming, two, there's two rumored names for this new iPhone, but uh, iPhone SE2, which I know sounds pretty dumb, but yeah, that's that's one of the rumored names. Number two is the iPhone 9. There's and a third call, name too. And I think calling it the iPhone 9 is a lot better than calling it the iPhone SE2, because just saying iPhone SE2, I just that bothers me, and it just aligns. And if they call it that, it's gonna like. Their naming, I feel like looking, it's just, it's just gonna be weird. That's what I'm trying to say. But I rather, well, there was, there, there was another, there was a rumored, uh, another name for the iPhone SC2 or 9. Was it like uh, iPhone Lite or something or iPhone? iPhone Mini. iPhone Mini. <laughs> that could work. I actually see that. Oh, I like it. I, I like it too. I could see it. iPhone Mini. Well, I mean, because you, know, you, you, you know, I, I can see the marketing behind it. It's like, oh, if you like the iPhone Mini, or you no, know, hey, if you like the iPad Mini, you know, in general, it's like, here's an iPhone Mini, and, and if you like the iPhone Mini, you might like the 38 millimeter Apple Watch Series Three that we're yeah still selling. <laughs> yeah, 
That's what you're saying. Um, so, uh, David, do you have it? Do you have an iPad? Uh, yes, I have an iPad fifth generation. Okay, so I have an iPad seventh generation. Uh, I got it around January, and I'm actually using it right now for the live stream for this podcast episode. Um, I just want to put my, I just want to get my input on that, but. I love my i I love my iPad seventh generation. I think I really think it's good for education and just general use. That's that's the whole reason why I bought the iPad. You're probably wondering why did why did I not buy an iPad Pro or an iPad Air? I just honestly I just don't need it. I don't need the specs. I don't need the fancier display. I just don't need it. And I don't need to spend an extra two hundred bucks on a fancier display if you know what I mean, or a faster yeah, processor. I'm totally fine. I think the iPhone. Sorry, the iPad 7th Gen has an A11, I believe. And yeah. it honestly runs... I think it's an A11X or something like that. But anyways, it runs pretty smoothly, I'll have to say. I haven't I had no issues with it at all. Yeah, I yeah, love it. It's, yeah, go on. The, the, only, the only thing I use my iPad for... And this this goes on really bad. It's going to sound super lazy. Mm-hmm. I use it to watch Hulu in bed. Like when I go to bed. Oh right? no, I, I totally, I totally get you, man. Like I watch oh YouTube. On, I watch YouTube on my iPad. Like, or the, or the like, news. Like my home internet. Like I don't have a, I don't have a data cap now. So like I, oh, I, nice. I, like I, I will stream like uh, How I Met Your Mother or Last Man Standing on Hulu. Uh, like like while like while I fall asleep at night. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's honestly and again, it's gonna sound that it, it's kind of more so like a TV for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I no, do I, hope I, the one. I totally get it. I, I, don't, do, I don't have. I actually don't have cable at all. I don't have cable. Oh, I don't have it either. I, right. I think I, cable. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Cable is a scam. Cable is a scam. <laughs> 2020. It's like, a scam. Well, like, okay, like. No, I, 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 I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, and I know they don't have it everywhere, but like, mm-hmm. you know, low cast. I mean, it, it's not. It's not perfect. I mean, it, it does have its problems and it has its flaws. But I mean, like, you know, if you're in a place like New York, Chicago. Uh, Sioux Falls. Um, I think. Uh, I think somebody. I think somebody in Texas. I think it's Houston or Dallas has it. But like, I mean, you can stream your locals from Lowcast for mm-hmm. completely free. Like, like there's no sort of like, oh, you have to pay a certain amount per month, like five bucks or whatever. And they give you the option to donate five dollars, five dollars a month, but you don't have to. Right. All and, I have. Yeah. Sorry. You can go on. You know, and and I I think I think it's a better option because you know then you know people don't have to have like. You know, some sort of annoying antenna either inside or outside their home. I mean, granted, the the style of antennas has gotten better over the years. But I mean, you know, I mean, like my Apple TV is like it's like my home for everything. I can get my uh, I, I I can get my my Hulu, my Disney Plus, my mm-hmm. Lowcast, and then some. Uh, sometimes Lowcast does have an issue uh, in terms of our audio for some reason. Or at least it has in my experience. So luckily, my my brother. Um, he has the Sling, the Sling TV Blue package. Oh, nice! So I'm able yeah, to use, yeah. I'm, able, I'm able to use the Fox now up to watch live Fox specifically for when uh, Fox airs new episodes of Last Man Standing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah. So my setup. So I, I we I use an Apple TV fourth generation, and we don't have Sling TV actually. But what we usually do is we have like the apps. Like like example, I just say we want to watch something on. Uh, on, hmm, I'm trying to think, Fox, for example, we can get the Fox app and just watch it, and we use, um, our friend's cable subscription for that, and that's how we get away with that, basically. Um, nice. I know. 
and <laughs> yeah, and we use Netflix and Hulu, of course. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, and Disney Plus. How did I forget Disney Plus? Disney. I love Disney Plus. So let let, let me ask you this, because it, it's supposed to come out not in, not next month, but the month after. Mm-hmm. Would you or your family ever be interested in the uh, the HBO Max, and that's supposed to come out in May? Honestly, I don't know. I'm personally, I'm not interested in it. I was still, I have to look into. I, I think I have to look into it more. I know NBC is also doing Peacock. Yeah, Peacock. My and yeah. it's it's supposed to have like, uh, what is it? It's supposed to it's supposed to have uh, the Office in 2021, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, I think it'll have it like when it comes out, but more people will sign on to Peacock in 2021 because Netflix will lose it. Right. Um, I think that they're gonna have Parks and Rec and all these old. Uh, they're gonna. Have, it's kind of funny. They're gonna have all these NBA. They're gonna have all these old NBC shows on it, but they're not gonna have their two most popular ones. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, uh, uh, Friends is going to HBO Max because uh, Friends is actually owned by Warner Brothers, and and Warner Brothers I think owns or has a partnership with uh, HBO, so yeah. it's going on HBO Max. And then Seinfeld uh, isn't owned by NBC. It's owned by or it's not an NBC studio show. It's actually owned by Sony. And so, um, starting in January 2021, next year, um, Netflix is going to be getting Seinfeld. And for the first time ever, the Seinfeld will be available to stream in 4K. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> 4K. Jeez. I don't, yeah, I don't have the 4K. Yeah. I don't have the 4K. I have a 4K TV, but we don't have the 4K Apple, t- we don't have the 4K Apple TV yet. Uh, but we might, I might get it soon. I don't know. But we just have the Apple TV fourth generation at the moment. That it's Apple calls it Apple eight, Apple rebranded, rebranded it. They call it Apple TV HD. That's what they call I kinda, it. Now. I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I agree, agree with it too. I, I'm just interesting. Um, it's just interesting now. Just now they renamed it. Before it was just called Apple TV Fourth Generation. Now it's called. Now they have two. I think I think it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense why they call it that because they have Apple H Apple TV HD then Apple TV 4K and just. I get it. I get it. Why they do that? It makes a lot. It it, it makes sense. No, when when it comes to you know, this is kind of funny too. Like because you know you know when we're on the subject of cord cutting, I because you know as a lot of people know, like I'm I'm a huge Apple fan. But one thing that I I, I have yet to personally watch, I have not watched a single TV show or program on Apple TV Plus, and I and I get it for free because I have the Apple. I still have my Apple Music for students. Dude, that's so funny because uh, I haven't watched one show either. I'm trying to look. I, for- I'm waiting for the show that will just interest me. I'm honestly just honest to God. I'm just one one day I might just pick a random show and watch it. Like on Apple I, TV I, Plus. I mean, I don't know. Like I I don't want to go too far out there, but I mean, it's just I I don't I don't want to watch any of the shows because I mean like they're they they all, I mean most of them have some sort of political bent to them. I mean, it's just like you know when I get off work or on my weekends, I don't want to watch something about you know uh, politically that I disagree with. No, I I, I get what you're saying. So. The thing with Apple TV Plus, just none of the shows have interest me. Like, like I'm just waiting for the show. Them, so like, ooh, I gotta watch this. But there hasn't been one show. I'm just all like, I gotta watch this whole series. Like, I just haven't had the moment yet. And I mean, I mean, we get Apple TV Plus for one. We get Apple TV Plus for free for one year. So hopefully, within the I don't know next seven months, they release a show I'm interested in. But honestly, I'm, honestly, I might just pick a random show to watch and just. Just so I can try it out, because I'm I'm always willing to try things. Like, so, like sometimes you can see a trailer and you're all like, I don't know about it, but I'm always willing to try. That's what I, I, I think. Uh, I think Netflix. I think next year. I think they're. I think 
next year's going to be the year when Netflix actually loses subscribers. Because, I mean, Netflix, they do, they do have a lot of original content, but they're, they're losing so much. And, you know, and for someone like me, like, like if, if someone, get, like, right now, someone gave me a free month-long Netflix subscription, like, like a free trial, like, I won't watch mm-hmm. anything on it. Like, like, there's literally nothing that I want to watch on Netflix. And I'm not, I'm not really into their original content. Um, I, there's been I, some I, original I have shows watched. I like. I found a few. Yeah. I mean, I, I I did watch the first two seasons of Thirteen Reasons Why, but also I read the book to Thirteen Reasons Why, and after season two, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is just mm-hmm. you know moronic juvenile stuff, and it, it gets away from the book. So you know, and I I didn't again I I didn't, I didn't like where the show was heading, so I kind of you know just quit watching it, and um, you know, and I I what was the other thing I watched on there? Oh, there was um oh there was some movie I watched on there. Um, set it up. That, that was the movie. It, it, it was set it up. It was this great Netflix original. I, I, I thought that one, I thought that one was really well done. Um, but as for the rest, I mean, Netflix Netflix can keep it. I, I think uh, I don't know if I'll ever sign on to it because I've heard the price is going to be about fifteen bucks a month for HBO Max. Mm-hmm. But I mean that 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 has potential because it doesn't only ha- it not only doesn't have friends, but it's going to be the first and only streaming. It's going to be the exclusive. Uh, streaming provider for both uh, Friends and The Big Bang Theory, and right there, that that that's that's a big high ticket item right there. And they're going to have other shows like Rick and Morty, uh, Doctor Who. So oh, that's, pretty, HBO that's, Max, pretty, that's pretty cool. So yeah, HBO Max is going to have some good shows. Yeah, I might check it out. Honestly, I haven't really looked into HBO Max. I just read like the headlines. I really got into it, but I'm really I'm actually a little bit more curious now. I have to go take a look at the. Yeah, and it'll still have like all it's the streaming HBO rights content. war. Like, everyone's fine for content, and you know. Well, <laughs> did you hear how much? Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but did you see how much uh, it costs for um, uh, HBO or for um, HBO to get their streaming rights to uh, The Big Bang Theory? Did you hear about that one? Oh, I didn't hear how much. Uh, I think like between I think because it, they're while they're doing the contract talks for that, they were also doing their, uh, Warner Brothers was also doing the contract talks for TBS, which airs the reruns of it. And I heard mm-hmm. that for streaming purposes, for, because TBS streams it on their app too when they air a new episode or when they air, I guess, new rerun episodes or recently aired episodes. But the streaming rights for, I guess, HBO Max and TBS, I, I think it went like a little over a billion dollars, a billion mm-hmm. with a B. Oh, like, wow. Jeez. Three, Three commas. Dang. Woo, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and, and HBO Max, like, you'll, you'll still get HBO content, like, you know, Game of Thrones or Silicon Valley, The Newsroom, uh, Veep, mm-hmm. things like that. So, I mean, HBO Max, that, that's going to that's gonna be pretty huge. I think it's, I think when, when Peacock becomes available for everyone in, I think it's June or July this year, I think HBO Max is gonna like. I think HBO Max is gonna cream them. I, I don't care if Peacock gets uh, the Office. I mean, it, it's the Office is great. Don't get me wrong. I love but... the Office. I'm. I think I'm on like. <laughs> I think I'm on like season five or six right now. Oh man, Jim, Jim and Pam, man, you get you, know, you, you gotta watch that. And you know, oh yeah, the, the yeah, I'm, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've already watched the entire series, so I promise I will not spoil it for you. <laughs> Yeah, please, please don't. I'm really looking forward to the next few seasons. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on. Um, so next we'll be talking about the new MacBook Air. 
Um, so Apple did update their new MacBook Air last week. We talked about it on last week's episode, but I just want to get your initial thoughts. Um, the new MacBook Air. Uh, so just so I just want to I just want to clarify the difference in this new MacBook Air is t- Apple says it's up to two times faster than the previous model. It also has graphics performance that is eighty percent faster than the previous model. And so, David, what are your initial thoughts on the new MacBook Air? Honestly, I, I love the new MacBook Air. I think that when Apple when when Apple re-released it in 2018, you know, with an, with an, you know with the initial with the initial updated version, um, yeah, I mean it, it you know it, it kind of because it, it, it's a laptop where you can do you can either be a casual user, you know, that, you know, that just watches Netflix or social, you know, goes on social media, YouTube, and all that. But I mean, you know, this thing, you can even do like Photoshop and video editing on this thing. So I mean, you know, it, it, it now obviously, you know, the intensity of uh, the video editing and the Photoshopping, you know, obviously, you know, if you're doing, you know, high, high end stuff, you need to have a MacBook Pro. But I mean, even in a MacBook Air, I mean, you know, the, the performance is still pretty impressive. Um, I will say the price at nine ninety nine. It's a little high, but I, I, I kind of see where Apple's coming I from. Think the education pricing I know is eight forty nine, I believe. It's like eight ninety nine or eight forty nine. Is it eight ninety nine? Yeah, eight ninety nine. Okay, eight ninety nine. Yeah. Um, but I think the education pricing is good. I'm, I'm good that Apple discounts it for that. Oh yeah, I'm confirming right now. Eight ninety nine for education. You're right. Um, according I, I, to, I wish, according to Apple wish, senior director of, um, of Mac and iPad product marketing. It was the education model be eight ninety nine, and the and the MacBook Air last week was also made to order. People can, you can order it today, and I believe it arrives like March twenty fourth, and it should, that's all. I believe that's also shipping from China too, and Apple already started shipping out units. It looks like according to Twitter and some recent reports. Well, that's good. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, the Mac. I got so my input on the MacBook Air models. I really think. So looking back at like the 2015, sorry, not 2015, looking back at the 2017 MacBook Air back when it still had like the huge bezels, um, going to the 2017 and 2018, Apple made a huge improvement. They made a huge change because number, number one, the new one had the Touch ID, correct? It had, the, it had Touch ID, which I thought, and it also had the key- keyboard and it was thinner and also came in more colors other than uh, aluminum silver. And so like... Comparing them from twenty seventeen, comparing them from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen, it's a huge, it's a huge difference. It All is, right. yeah, it, 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 is, it is a huge difference, and um, you know, I, I actually, yeah, I, I don't it's, it's kind of weird. Like all, like the people that I know, like over like the last five years, like I don't know hardly anyone who's gotten the thirteen inch MacBook Air. Like everyone that I know got the eleven inch back in the day when Apple still made that. I, I saw, like, I, I, I have the eleven inch and um. It's still a pretty fast computer. I'm actually using it right now. I mean, I I will say though, with with the with the redesign from you know from 2018, you know, and, you know even to now, you know, with the updated, you know, uh, with the improved updated version, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. Apple. I mean, this this is this is a really good thing. And see, the other thing too, this is a perfect laptop for students because it's 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 a little bit of everything. You know, you know it, it's you got your casual users, you, know, you got you got your you know you got students that are going to be using iMovie. You know things like that. So it, you know, that that one thousand dollar price. It sounds like a lot, but you're gonna, you know, if if you truly use it, you're you're gonna get a lot out of it. You know, and that that's yeah, what I totally Apple agree. is going for. It. Um, you know, even um, uh, 
even my uh, my 2012 MacBook Pro that I had last year. I mean, granted, the battery wasn't in the best condition and it was a little bit mm-hmm. slower. The fact that in 2019, mind you, again, this laptop came out in 2012, so that's a seven-year-old laptop, and I could still use it for everyday stuff like you know, writing for Apple philosophy, writing papers for school, watching videos, managing social media, doing all that fun stuff. The fact that that, 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 that was still possible, that's incredible. And that's something that Microsoft Windows can, you know, can almost, you know, not compete with at all. I totally agree. I totally agree with you. But the MacBook Air is really, I gotta say, it's a perfect device for education. So I'll, so this is how, this is my thoughts on it. So the, I think the MacBook Air is perfect for education. I'll say students, high school students, college students, even teachers. I think it's a really good device. And then I just want some more powerful computer to make like videos and use Final Cut Pro or something like that. That's when you can start looking to get into MacBook Pro or or iMac Pro or Mac Pro. That's that's what if you want to go like. That's what if you want to get. Uh, that's if you're a heavy if you if you if you use a lot of usage on a computer. If you want to get professional with it. Correct. Right. Uh, so that's my initial thoughts. The MacBook Gear is the education computer, and then the MacBook Pro is the pr- computer for professionals and people who need more power in a computer than the MacBook Air. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I I I I am kind of curious to see though. What the sales figures are like on the on the Mac Mini? You know, people are the people are really still buying the Mac Mini because I mean, you know, when when I when I when I used to sell Macs at Best Buy back in this would be in 2013 to 2014, right. um, a lot of people. I mean, we didn't have a lot of the Mac Mini in the store, but a lot of people never really asked for it. I mean, now granted, that could have been because people aren't as very knowledgeable about the Mac Mini because it's kind of like one of like you you find out about the Mac Mini when you kind of like search through the Mac section of Apple's website. It's like, oh, yeah, there's that's a Mac so true. Mini. Or you go to the Apple Store and you're all like, what the heck is this yeah. device? <laughs> but the, the the thing though is that I mean, you know, we, you know, one of the reasons one of the reasons Radio Shack, you know, one of the reasons I believe they went out of business, you know, back in what 2016, 2017, when they filed for bankruptcy the second time. Yeah, that sounds. You know, because I mean, their 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 business model was more for do it yourself. Okay, you know, and you know, if there's one thing we've learned in America is that people do not want to do it themselves. They want to buy, you know, you know, kind of like the, the Steve Jobs vision. Everything you need is 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 in, in is in this one box, this one product. You know, and I I don't think that there are a lot of people who are wanting you know to go go through the trouble of not only buying a Mac Mini, but then you gotta have a you, know, you gotta buy the mouse, the keyboard, mm-hmm. the monitor, or monitor. Um, I do think that you know there are some, you know uh, custom people out there who want to custom you know, who want to be able to customize the look of their Mac, you know, which you know they're completely you know fine to do that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But I I, I do think that you know uh, for most Apple customers, most Mac users, everybody everybody wants everything that that that. that Everybody wants all their stuff in the box with no no headaches. You know, I, I think the Mac Mini is just right now. You know, maybe if Apple included like their own keyboard and mouse in it, maybe it wouldn't be. Like, maybe it would be just a little bit more popular. But I, I don't see Apple doing that anytime soon. <laughs> right, and you can do that actually, but I believe you can get it bundled. I believe you can get it bundled together, but you have to pay like a lot extra money. I believe, and and. Right, I think I can't remember if you had to buy it separately or you can get it together. I'm not sure. But speaking of the Mac Mini, Apple Apple updated the Mac Mini last week. Actually, uh, not many people might have not noticed that was updated last week, but it was. 
but all they changed was basically the some of the specs. But basically, what they update is the uh, new update to the Mac Mini. It, it what they what it's highlighting is it they doubled the the storage capacity right so now it will be 256 gigabytes that starts at two uh, sorry that starts at 799 and it can also be maxed out to 512 gigabytes all also costs a thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars um but again if you if you if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested in purchasing a Mac Mini well you gotta remember you gotta remind yourself you're gonna need a mouse keyboard speakers and a monitor and you have to buy the you have to buy that all separately and the Mac Mini does not come with any of those accessories um but the benefit I'll say of doing this so basically one of the benefits I'll say is that um, you can personalize your Mac more if you because so for example, let's just say I want a different, I, I want a use, I want to use a different monitor than Apple's monitor. Um, you, I'll say the Mac Mini gives you the option to personalize your desktop. I guess you can say more. Uh, do you agree with me, David? Yeah, and uh, just just a little quick bit of advice. When think of buying a Mac Mini the same way that you do, like when you think of buying an Apple TV box. Um, you I mean all all you get in that box is the remote. And you know the power cable. You, you will not get an HDMI cable or any other special accessories like a case for your Siri remote or anything like that. Like, you know what you get in the, what you get in the box is the Apple TV and the power cord. Like with the Mac Mini, all you get is the Mac Mini and the power cord, unless you again bundle. You don't get the mouse right. and the keyboard. Right, what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um. So. The so again last week uh, Apple updated the Mac Mini and obviously the new and. The um, obviously update the Mac, the uh, iPad Pro. So now we're probably so now we're wondering uh about what Apple's plans for the new iPhone. So obviously, rumors been going that Apple's supposed to release an iPhone this month, but they're probably not now because of the COVID nineteen pandemic going around right now. And so, David, my question is, when do you think the uh? the new iPhone, the iPhone 9 is going to be coming out now. I'm guessing around April or they're going to say it for WWDC. That's my thoughts. But what are your, what are your thoughts, David? I think what they're going to do, because I mean, from what I've read online, the, 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 the processing and the making of the iPhone 9, I mean, they don't, they don't have a lot of units made. So that's one of the issues of, you know, buying it, you know, if, they, if Apple would have, released it you know this month or next month okay they're not going to have a lot of a lot of units uh at the moment you know in a way how america you know, is being impacted financially from covid19 so right. i what i think apple's what i think apple's going to do is that i think if anything i think they're going to unveil it at, at wwd at wwdc this year which is still set to happen thank god and then i think when the you know the next version of the what the iPhone it would be like what the iPhone 12 September, this year, I, but that could get delayed yeah, too. There's been some rumors that it could get delayed, and then there's rumors are saying, heck not, it's not gonna get delayed. So it's kind of it's kind of, there's just rumors going around everywhere with the iPhone 12 at this point. But well, uh, I I think I think you know in terms of releasing it, I think they'll release it alongside you know with iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro and then iPhone 9 or SC2 or iPhone mini. I, th- I think that's what Apple's going to do. Um, now, I will say Apple could do the same where, you know, let's say in terms of pre-orders, you know, let, let's say that, you know, let's, let's, let's look at the calendar right now, actually, you know, just like September. Okay, so you know, let's say Apple decided to have an event on 
uh, September 7th, which is a Monday, and then have pre-orders for the iPhone 9. I'm just going to call it iPhone 9 set for that Friday because Apple likes Fridays, you know, September 11th. And <laughs> yeah, then, Apple does like Fridays. And, <laughs> and, then, and then September 18th, have the iPhone 9 release day and then have iPhone 12 uh, and 12 Pro pre-orders that night or, you know, that, yeah, that night, that day, whatever you want to call it. And then on the 25th, you know, release both the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro. I think that's the route that Apple's going to go because we've seen that happen with them before. And again, because of COVID right. and um, uh, you know, building and maintaining units as well as, you know, the financial impact that, um, you know, people in America are currently facing, and, you know, and across the world too. Um, I, I think that that would probably be Apple's best route to go right now. Right. Um, so speaking of COVID nineteen, our last story we're going to be covering in today's episode is um, about Apple stores and COVID nineteen. So Apple stores are currently closed all across the country, except in China right now. So there's about 500 Apple stores that are closed. So what I, what I mean by closed, everywhere in the United States, Canada, everywhere in North America and Europe is closed, except for China, which I thought was interesting. So if you didn't hear this from last week's episode, Apple has placed a notice on its website a couple of days ago saying that all that all of its Apple stores are going to be closed until, until further notice, except in China. So basically, um, the message they put out is, um, quote, our retail stores are closed until further notice. We are committed to providing exceptional service to our customers for purchases with fast and free delivery. Shop here on apple.com or the Apple Store app. For service and support, go to support.apple.com or call 1-800, I'm not reading that, and we look forward to seeing you soon. So, um... It's been reported that Apple stores were supposed to open on March 27th, but they updated the website and saying until further notice. So I'm sure that I think that date's not not going to happen. So we're just gonna have to wait and see. At this point, it's probably gonna go. They're probably gonna keep. They're, I I really think they're gonna keep stores closed past March 27th. That's my belief. Definitely. But look, but looking at it, uh, yeah, that, that that's basically my look at it at the moment and. One more thing I want to mention, a few also, so due to the Apple stores being closed, customers cannot pick up their Apple devices that are getting repaired in the store. They have to wait until the Apple store is open. And I believe Apple gave customers a two-day notice, but they missed like the notice period. And they're, they're now Apple devices that are getting, they're supposed to get repaired just sitting in the stores. Am I correct, David? Can you clarify on that a little bit? Uh, yeah, so basically, um, if you brought like your iPhone or your MacBook or your iMac or, or you know, any, any product that you were having service, uh, you know, via Apple Care or, you know, you know, just paying the extra money and having it serviced at the Apple Store, you essentially, you cannot pick that up until the Apple Store is reopened. Um, Apple, they don't have any sort of, um, you know, they're not you know, letting people come to the Apple stores, you know, briefly to pick up their, their, their uh, pick up the products. Like I said, you know, you, you can't, uh, you, you can't get your product. You, you have to wait until Apple reopens the Apple store. Right. And we don't know time, at the moment. Cause they just say until, yeah, we don't know at the moment cause it says until, until further notice. So we'll have to see what happens with that. Yeah. I, I will say I, I, I really do feel for, uh, for those customers that actually have those products there. Cause I, I mean, like, like my, like my MacBook, like I, I can't go, you know, an entire, entire, you know, two days or a week or a 
month, you know, without my laptop. And like, like my laptop is my life. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Apple does something, you know, in terms of, you know, like, Hey, you know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll service your device for free, you know, because of this, um, because of this inconvenience or, you know, they give, you know, the person some form of store credit, uh, for their next, uh, for their next time at the Apple store. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but, and, and th- this is, um, you know, this isn't just Apple now. Um, uh, as of today, um, Best Buy, um, to my knowledge, you cannot go to a Best Buy store and have Geek Squad or any of them perform. Yeah, but all Best Buy stores unfair. are closed, I believe. Well, they're 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 they're, cl- they're, they're not letting them, they're they're letting employees in, but basically, uh, you have to order your product through either the app oh, or their website. Oh, and oh yeah, that's your right. Pick up. So, which I I do think is a good idea. Uh, during this time, um, it just again you, you cannot have your uh, product service. So if you are looking uh, to get your Apple product service, um, I would recommend probably looking to Staples or Simply Mac. Simply Mac is like a third-party Apple store if you have one nearby, or you know, just go to your local Apple uh, app, uh, certified Apple uh, computer mechanic. If right. you want to call it that. Yeah, the one close to my house is called uh, Longhorn Mac Repair. Shout out to them. Yeah, free advertising. <laughs> I know. You should, I charge. We charge. We Apple's Apple also weekly. We do charge for sponsorships. I'm just saying. <laughs> if yeah. you guys listening, interested in getting an ad, um, you can email advertising at appleosity.com and we'll send you our pricing. We'll send you our pricing uh, document. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, but yeah, kind of you know, getting back to the point though, the Apple Store is being closed. I mean, man, that, that, that is just. Uh, an inconvenience, you know, for the customers. But I, I am, I am happy to see that Apple is going to be paying their employees during this because, I mean, Apple could easily afford it. Apple could easily afford. Of course. It. Oh yeah, a, tr- a one trillion dollar company. You think they could? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so David, I'd like to thank you for joining today's episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So uh, I'd like to thank everyone listening to the live stream on AppleLossy.com. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, if you're currently listening, um, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and we're also on Spotify. And if you don't follow us on social media, you can give us a follow on Instagram at Applosophy. Same goes with Twitter and Facebook. Um, and of course, you can visit AppleLossy.com to listen to the show live. Sorry, you can listen to future shows live to get all these Apple news and rumors. Um, so David, I'd like to thank you again for joining today's episode. Oh, thank you so much. I've been wanting to do this for a while. So yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, we've been, we've been, we've been wanting to do this for a while. I'm, ha- I'm happy we have you on, David. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I finally have an apartment of my own to do this in, so it's kind of nice. I have that, I have <laughs> yeah. that opportunity now. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank everyone listening, and hope you guys all have a great week. Goodbye.